We're back to the Neil Haley Show here on the Caregiver Dave Celebrity Segment, and I'm excited to welcome the program. Caregiver Dave, the Sandy Dave, how are you? What's going on, man? I'm doing awesome. Having a great day and uh, just excited about life. Oh, we're going to be excited about this because we're going to talk today about the new documentary, The Relentless One, and I have with me Emmy Award-winning director M. Douglas Silverstein and also Kathleen Black, who the film is about. Guys, thanks for stopping by. How are you? Great. Thanks for having us. Good to be here. Absolutely. Let's start out, Kathleen. How did you, because as we have somebody else on the line that has a tremendous story, my co-host caregiver Dave and he'll tell about that at the end of this interview. What made you want to bring a story like this to film as a documentary? What, what, what kind of gave you that and how did that process begin? Uh, well, to be honest, it's funny, I'm just uh, done and talk, talking about this, but I mean, I think I didn't initially think about bringing my story to a documentary. I wrote a book and Em knew somebody who was part of the team helping me with the book and he reached out to me um, about would I be willing to do it. And, and it was a bit of a process from there. You know, I have family and friends who have been through things the way I have and just because I want to share my story doesn't necessarily mean everybody Um, wants me to but I felt it was really important to stand with people you know I'm a coach I help people grow and I want them to know I stand with them in the hard times not just the shiny times when we're all successful and life's looking good you know absolutely and uh tell us a little bit of M how you heard about the story uh, well, as she alluded to, it's definitely my fault that this film came together. <laughs> um, well, basically, I knew someone in the um, in like the author world that my last film um, is about somebody called the author incubator, and she um, works with people to develop marketing plans and help them do the books and all this stuff. And she, we were just talking one day, and she goes, "You know about Kathleen Black, don't you?" I said. What do you mean? She goes, you don't know about her? You should look her up. And I looked her up and I was like, ooh, this is a inspiring person, um, very photogenic, shall we say, and a successful person. And she had written a book and I started reading a little bit of blurbs. I, and basically I reached out to her and said, uh, will you give me a little access? Will you let me do it? And she had a little trepidation that she uh, states there are other people and there are sensitivities because while she's brave enough to share this, you know, tremendous story, some of it very difficult, some may be triggering for the audience. Her family may not want it to be aired. It's not because everyone has their own part of the story and has their own feelings about the story. But what we went for was the absolute truth from multiple sources and just try to tell a very honest story, even with all of the challenging aspects that you probably already know about. So Kathleen, did you get permission from all of the interested parties to uh, expose the story to the world? It was actually my job as a producer director. I called and, and called everybody. Kathleen was just a Progressively willing <laughs> subject matter. So how did they react um, when when you, te- technically a stranger, called them up asking them this? I just tried to say that I wanted to, um, you know, I the story is out there in the book. Mm-hmm. I'm a filmmaker and I want to, you know, try and do my own version of it, try and dig yeah, deeper into fair. what and find the truth from firsthand accounts um, from, you know, because the book is truly her vision. The film is sort of my vision from getting yeah. 
you know, the childhood friend, the adult friend, the mom, the sister, the people around in the community who she works with, uh, a pastor, just trying to get a, a large blanket of information to right. share the most honest and hopefully the most inspiring and touching um, film possible. Yeah, you know, they're, they're making a film about my life and I'm wondering, will they have any feedback or veto power in anything that's in the film? Uh, do they have that kind of power? No, not unless you pay for it. Um, no, there is, as a courtesy, I showed her what I was doing okay. and she admitted some of it's really difficult. Um, but no, it all depends on how it's made. And I just tried to find the truth, even the oh, warts and all and some of the, the tough stuff. And listen, yeah. Kathleen is the one who was brave enough to do it in a book anyhow. Yeah. And they're on board. They're they're willing they're willing. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, so Kathleen, first you wrote the book. So the book was the yeah. first part of the process. How difficult was that? And then now be putting this into a documentary. But how difficult was this first just writing it on paper and writing? Uh, it, yeah, it was really difficult. But I mean, I want to say you know I made a commitment to myself several years ago now to give away all my stories. So I was like, I don't want to live with any secrets or shame or anything that I feel like I should hide because for some reason I think people will judge me or think differently. I, I really believe that we're not what we've been through. We're who we choose to become. And how am I going to help people if I'm hiding pieces of me? So I found it was really empowering to give it all away. So they, my family and friends know that about me. Like I'm very open. I speak for a living. I'm on stages all the time. So I don't, I don't have secrets in that way, but writing my book, the story of my life so far um, was, you know, honestly, it was excruciating. It was really hard. I say it's like taking a lake that's really calm on the top and dredging the whole bottom up. And it, it was hard. I had to relive a lot of those moments. And to be honest, I'm not that person anymore. So I had to go back to times in my life where I believed different things and I had difficulties and I had different people around me. And some of those people were really hard on me. So it, yeah, it was tough for sure. And then I asked the same question to you when you were writing the book, did you get everybody on board? I will say no, I did not initially get everybody. I'm not I didn't. I did not initially get everybody on board to write my story. I mean, I think anybody can talk about their life and they can share. It's part of my path and journey in life to share stories and inspire other people. And I, I feel like it makes what I went through worth something. You know, if I can share it with other people and they're inspired, truly, it's it's worth more. Like they say, you know, there's times I walked alone, right, in life, and it was really hard. And if I walk with other people during those times, I retell that story. I change my past and I change their future. And that's really, really empowering to me. So no, I did not get their permission, but I will say I was extremely delicate um, with what I shared in the story, but I also learned a big lesson. You know, there, there's a power in the truth and people who don't want to see certain things, you can't edit it enough to make them happy. I can take 90% of it away and they're still upset and, and that's okay. I've learned to live with that. Yeah. You know, I, I totally agree with her, uh, but what's interesting is the book and the film, while some similarities, they are different experiences. So I would encourage everyone to, you know, enjoy both really because if you think about it the um the book is her true sort of narrative and the chose the way that she chose to uh share it mine is from getting all of the people directly on camera which is kind of a hot seat position you know it's not easy um but by doing that hopefully we've given a a different experience and not one better than the other but a different one because we're getting eyewitnesses to certain events and we're getting the emotional impact 
in the story from a film's perspective. How challenging is that with the documentary to get the people together, get the people on camera and make sure that the vision of what you want the documentary to be shows up on film the way you wanted it? Well, the one thing you know about documentary, documentary is you can set out and, and have, like I had many conversations with Kathleen before to really understand was this a, you know, it's a long-term commitment, it's expensive, uh, we live in different countries. Was this going to be a worthwhile proposition for me to spend a couple of years of my life getting digging deep into it? So as she started to share, I understood, okay, these, I would ask her, who are people? Give me some names. And I would research them and try to get different people to appear on camera. And I think we got the right people on camera, which is great, luckily. Mm -hmm. um, and there were some that, you know, just don't want to be a part of something that, the bottom line is when you're a documentarian, your job is to be a journalist. Your job is to try to tell the truth as clear as possible from as many points of view, and then really let the audience decide what they believe. But what I have found amazing is both at our world premiere at the Distinguished American Documentary Film Festival in Palm Springs, um, and some of the awards that we're already getting and some more screenings that are coming up, is how many people are responding to her story and to her specifically. So it's nice to sort of really be able to see when someone puts a book down, you may or may not know what they think, but when you're at, in a large audience in a, in a huge theater and people come up to her or come up to me and go, wow, like you're so brave for sharing that. And that was so inspiring. That's really special because you get to understand and feel the the impact, and now with a bunch of awards we're winning and have been winning, and I think are going to win more, um, it means it's it's cracking through, you know, the the larger ethos or rather larger ether, and um, people are enjoying it or finding value in it. How did the world premiere go? It was fantastic. <laughs> you know, I was more focused on how about let's get to the after party because there's only one, <laughs> which was awesome. But uh, I'm the guy who's lived with it most. I mean, in a weird way, I probably know, know more about Kathleen than anybody, maybe a little bit more than her because it's all so present. And I've been staring at her in an editor because I also edited the film. So I, I know over and over and over again. And it was just nice to not see her in multiple monitors, but to see her radiate in person and be the leader and inspiring person she is on the red carpet party and after party versus in a screen. But to see it on a massive screen in a 500, um, 500 uh, seat theater was, you know, come wow. on, it's pretty amazing. Wow. And, so, and Kathleen, were you, let's, before we talk about a little bit about the documentary, were you happy about when she finally saw it on, I mean, in the theater and be able to see it. And um, of course I was, I was also relieved, right? I had my children with me. I had my sister with me. I had my right hand um, in my business with me. So I was very relieved to have them see it. And myself, I hadn't seen the final version. I hadn't seen the final locked in version. So I was happy. I was relieved. And I think I felt really good when people came up to me and told me how they interpreted the movie because or the documentary, because I'm in it. I will never have the same experience, right? I'm too, I'm way too subjective. It's personal for me. Um, so that, that was really, uh, really, really nice. And I think it's also learning that a documentary as Em's told me many times, I mean, it's a snapshot of time. And I mean, it's two years later. Like I've had nine lives already, right? Like I'm already halfway a new person by then. So some of it feels a little bit um, like I'm looking at a time capsule, right? Yeah. 
So I think the thing that is ever present, though, is the message you carry forward, the past that you are have been letting go of. But I think it will sort of be evergreen to you. It won't be, but it will be evergreen to an audience because we did purposely did not talk about COVID, did not talk about how difficult the process was shooting during COVID. Um, because I personally didn't want that. I want to be able to just enjoy, okay, look at this person, look at what she's been through. I've said, you know, at, at other times, she reminds me of the Terminator movies where there's this guy coming after her and, and they get knocked down, knocked down, and then they somehow come back up, you know, like it reanimated. And that's, you know, it, the movie is called The Relentless One, but it could be called, you know, the Terminator Kathleen Black too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you were looking forward to the after party. I mean, that's that's where I met my filmmaker at my friend's after party documentary. Oh, and as a result, you know, I was so tired. It was Palm Springs. I live in LA. We just wanted to go home and we were tired and something inside of me says, go mingle. And so I did. And this guy says, oh, you know, tell me about. So did you meet any new prospects uh, at the after party? What, what? What happened there? Anything? Are you talking to me or to Kathleen? Yeah. No, I'm talking to you. Uh, you. What the heck? <laughs> well, I know people came up to Kathleen. Uh, someone asked me, hey, is it okay if I talk to her? I'd like her to talk to my <laughs> business group. I'm like, yeah, go talk to her. I mean, she's a person. I'm a person. So I know that a bunch of people inquired with her about her story. Would she speak to the group, which she already does uh, as a business leader and as a, you know, empowerment coach and performance coach and featured speaker, you know, everywhere. Kathleen, um, but, did any opportunities come up? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, to come in and uh, speak, which I love. I'm passionate about what I do. And now that COVID's done, I love being in a room with people. You just feed off of the energy. It's not this, like, I love Zoom, obviously. And I mean, no insult, we're on Zoom. Um, but it's just, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not the same. You can feel people when you're speaking in the same room. So sure. I'm just really yeah, happy. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Kathleen, tell us about the documentary now. And then I want to get some of M's uh, take on it too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the document, yeah, the documentary is a uh, take on my life. I mean, the book was trying to walk, I, I did the Camino de Santiago, right, which is the track I did 840 kilometers across Spain. So when I wrote the book, I wanted people to feel like they're walking with me, like it was just a natural conversation. I'm telling them about my life. Whereas the documentary is taking those key high impact moments and showing the difficulties when I was younger and then showing what they how they fueled my future so that people can see you know some of the adversity we go through actually can be fueled to make our lives better it's not something that has to hold us back so I think the documentary doesn't have as much content as the book it has more specific impactful um, pieces like you know having domestic abuse at home leaving home very young having challenges in business, building my business that led me to creating my own business. But at the time they were quite devastating. And then fast forward to, to now. So the documentary is meant to inspire end of the day. Wow. Were you on an emotional roller coaster during this whole process? Uh, having any regrets or remorse and then coming <laughs> up and down, you know, like a yeah, young Kathleen, tell us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I've had many times where I thought, what the heck were you thinking? Like, absolutely. <laughs> and that's not offense, M knows. That's not offense to him. It's just, it's a huge vulnerability showing the most difficult times in your life on camera. And, you know, I've made changes in my life since the documentary. And it's hard for me, right, to have something go out that there's been major changes that I made. So, yeah, I mean, I've certainly wondered if I did the right thing, but... I, I, 
I truly feel my purpose in my life is bigger than my own. Like I've gone through a lot of difficult things. And again, I truly believe it has to fuel more than just myself. And, and I really want to recreate it into something positive. And I, I do know the documentary is helping to do that. So end of the day, I'd still pick to do it. But do I have moments where I think I was completely off my rocker? Yes, many. Yes, I do. So the end I of the day, no regrets. I think Kathleen, when you talk about growing your business, and developing it to where it is today. That's the thing that's going to inspire lots of people with documentary because lots of people, especially in your field or other fields, it's a service-based business field. There's a lot of days that just, whoa, is this ever going to go right? Uh-huh. And for you to share that information that when you did struggle at times and how you overcame and then here's the result, it's so powerful because a lot of times we all are in that rut. And I tell my clients as well, when I'm working with them specifically enough in social media and how to bring it. If you don't really aren't raw and tell your story to people, you're not going to grow a tribe. You're not going to grow a following because people are not going to believe in you. They're just going to think you're cookie cutter like everyone else. So that's how you're inspiring people through that documentary is being able to really talk about those struggling times and really giving it in a raw way compared to some people will just cookie cutter. Hey, I'm a coach now. I don't need to bring up the past anymore. And how much of a mistake is that? So this is a little bit of a two-part question. Well, I think, I, I think, you know, I believe that the truth is like, we don't stand in our power without the truth. We don't, you know, if I'm trying to hide from something, I'm not standing in my authenticity and I want to help people legitimately. I don't want to be one of those coaches who's like, here's how you be successful, but like they live at home and their mom pays all their bills and they've never lifted a finger in their life. Right. Like I want them to know, Hey, I sat there with a baby crying inside, taking out the garbage, crying myself, because how am I going to pay my bills? And I'm starting a new career. You know, I know what it is to go through that and how to be in a chaotic space and make a choice to move yourself somewhere else. And that takes a lot of faith, but it's totally doable. It completely is. And I want people to see that. So to me, there, there is an honesty in it. If I'm not showing them the hard stuff, because that's what propels you out. If you choose to let it, unfortunately, a lot of people don't choose to let it, but it, it, it is a power if you choose to step into it. And um, do you agree with me, especially doing documentaries and the success you've had is that those people's stories need to be so out there to to create that tribe and following that people want to follow based on true true meaning right can't be cookie cutter can't be ordinary has to be something extraordinary that they've done meaning of of challenges in life especially when you talk about documentaries yeah the truth is in any good story you can't have a flatline experience you have to have peaks and valleys where you see a character face great adversities. You think that's over. They go, we'll try it again. They keep going. I mean, in very small snippets, um, Kathleen's story is multifaceted of why people would be interested in her. And I believe in the film as well, because it's not just, which would feel like enough. Oh my God. Witnessing domestic abuse, having physical and emotional traumas herself, uh, having what she, as she mentioned, having a kid really early all alone, spending the last two years of high school homeless. Um, There's a friend in the film that said, I don't know how she did it. She was like holding a baby and she was going to Home Depot to fix up one of her rental properties, to fix up one of her houses she's gonna sell. I mean, she just keeps going. She was was brought into this exciting business opportunity where she got a company out of a quarter million dollars worth of debt for that to blow up in her face um, by a not, not by not, in my opinion, not her words, reputable person to then building a 
seven figure on the way to eight figure business where she speaks everywhere and going to be speaking globally and and TED talks this year. I mean, it's pretty freaking amazing. So we have the good fortune uh, as an audience and for me as a filmmaker to demonstrate how this person has overcome and overcome and overcome. But it's not just childhood. It's not just business. It's personal. It's like financial. It's all of these things. And, you know, it would be a boring story if she, if she didn't, if it was like, Oh, all this stuff happened to her too bad. Yeah. And, and, and there was no success through that. Well, you feel bad for her as opposed to being enriched by it and go, Holy poop. If she can go through that, I can do it too. That's, that's, that's where a leader the leads a tribe and following does. They have something yeah. that they say, there's something special about that person. I'm going to follow that person. And I'm going, I, cause I want to resonate and motivate me for the next day. And that's the key thing. And so to so Kathleen work, can we watch the documentary and check out and also purchase your book because the book's still available too, I'm sure. Well, let me speak to the documentary and let her speak to the book. So we are in a festival run now and, um, I actually can, should I tell them? Should I tell them, Kathleen? I, I've been waiting to hold this actually. We have our, so it's gonna be in festivals for the next um, nine months to a year. Then we, we've had initial discussions with distributors. Um, so then it'll be broadly streaming, but I will say, I will give you an exclusive, which is uh, I'm not, I wasn't planning on doing this, Neil. <laughs> I like it, this improv too, it's good. Uh, June 17th, opening night at 7.30 p.m. at the Marina Del Rey uh, fest, uh, Film Festival. We will be premiering at the Cinemark 16 in a massive screen, great sound. Opening night as the sort of founding premiere uh, film launching the festival that night. Wow. That's so if you're in awesome. LA on June 17th, that's our next screening. Dave, will be down in the block LA. Me. Dave is in LA, so June 17th, you can put it in your calendar, mark it. So Kathleen, that's exciting, isn't it? Very. It's very exciting. I get to spend a lot of time in California, but it's also <laughs> exciting for the, the uh, chance to screen the movie again. Yeah, we're thrilled. All right. And also, purchase your book. Where can we go? Yeah, you can, you can get, uh, I have two books, but they're both on my website, KathleenSpeaks.com, KathleenSpeaks.com, or Amazon, uh, you can purchase both of them on Amazon.com as well. All right, you guys are fabulous, and uh, we see uh, resilience in uh, Mr. Silverstein today, we don't, we, we, that'll be a kind of, and how he had to deal with things in the heat, and we appreciate everyone coming on today. Dave, again, great information. Kathleen, amazing story. And that's what you got to go and say, remember yourself every day. What I went through, the more I share those stories, people are going to understand I could be like Kathleen someday. And that is a leader. And that's amazing. And continued success. Yeah, and, and M. Douglas, keep your success going too. And uh, you are definitely understand that documentary thing and you really broke it down for us today. And I appreciate you coming by and explaining how powerful this documentary will be. Look Thank for me on so June much. 17th. I'm going to bring my filmmaker with me Get to meet you. Oh, well, that sounds good. It'd be great to have you. I'll, uh, what, what, what did those critics say? I'll save your seat in the aisle. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, it's a real pleasure to be here. You know, any chance we get to share an inspiring uh, story, whether it's my film, or someone else's, it matters because it lifts up large communities of people 
who aren't feeling good about themselves or their situations. And this is an opportunity just to help people feel good about themselves and see a greater purpose for their life as opposed to be being in pain, to be in power and purpose. All right, well, fabulous. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks Thank so much. you. All right, guys, that was the Caregiver Dave Celebrity segment, guys. Take care.